0: And I am joined today by pediatrician Shelly Ring with Intermountain Healthcare. And we <laughs> we're talking about it's kind of an age old question when to keep your child home from daycare or school, when they should see a doctor. We're kind of in the middle of yucky season for mm-hmm. sickness. Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: So, we know how easily it is for children to get sick. Uh, when they are in daycare, in preschool, in school, even just at home, really, mm-hmm. during this time of year. And for parents, sometimes it can be hard to kind of understand where that line is. I think for me as a parent, I consider myself pretty lackadaisical. Um, but I mean, I, of course, you can tell when your children are sick. But I'm definitely not the type to, the minute my kid sneezes, go to the doctor. Absolutely. Um, And I'm sure there are some that do, Mm -hmm. and that's fine, safety first. But when should we? What what should we be looking for as parents when our kids either come home with something, uh, a sneeze or a runny nose, or worse, vomiting and (laughs) all the other things that they do? I think most, I mean, most
1: illnesses that kids have are viral to start. And typically those viral illnesses will have associated fevers, maybe the first three days, they might spike higher at night, have less of a fever in the morning. So I think if your kiddo wakes up, they have a little bit of a stuffy nose, but they look pretty well to you. They don't have a fever. I think it's reasonable to send them to school that day. I think it's reasonable to send them to daycare that day. However, they get home that evening, they spike a fever that night, then you may want to keep them home the next day. I think at that point, you know, you're in business. You've got something going going on. on. There's some sort of viral illness probably going on and you might want to keep them home a day or two to try to mitigate that I think that if your child is generally well appearing you know they look a little ill when they have a fever you give them a dose of uh, ibuprofen or acetaminophen and their fever comes down they run around they play they look pretty good to you I think as a mom you're okay to watch them a few days at home assuming they don't have a horrible cough that concerns mm-hmm. you they're not having a hard time breathing they're not dehydrated eating okay assuming they are doing okay. Give them a few days and see how they turn around. I think they're three, four days into that illness. Their fever doesn't break. They're spiking a higher fever at that point. They absolutely need to be seen at that point. They start to have a cough that moves into their chest. Uh, you're concerned about the way they're breathing. Anything like that, they need to be seen.
0: Yeah. So you talked about the fever and and kind of when that line you know should be crossed. At what point, temperature wise, uh, should we go? Okay. Maybe it's doctor time now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if your child has a fever of 105, they absolutely need to be seen. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. that if you call me at three in the afternoon and say my child has a fever of 105, I'm going to tell you they probably need to be seen. And that would be on the first day of fever or even five days of fever, because that's a pretty elevated temperature. Again, uh, I think parents tend to worry a lot about fever, but it's honestly really the gestalt you get when you look at that kiddo, meaning you could have a fever of 101 and that kiddo just lays there and doesn't do anything sure. or you can have a fever of 103 and your kiddo's running around Don't and you would walls. never know so I mean I think that if you know they're laying there they look really ill to you they need to be seen they're running around like a firecracker <laughs> that fever comes down you could give them a day or two and see sure. how they turn around as a mom I think you can use your common sense in that regard to kind of yes. look at them and judge that uh, but again they're having a hard time breathing you're worried they're dehydrated anything like that they need to be seen right away
0: yeah absolutely And then, okay, so we talked about the fever and kind of where the lines are for that. Mm -hmm. Diarrhea, vomiting, if our kid comes home and starts doing that, if our kid wakes up and starts doing that. I think you want to keep him
1: home. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think your coworkers would want you at work like that, so I would argue that the teacher and the fellow students wouldn't want your kiddo at school like that. I wouldn't want to be at work like that. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I think you want to be close to a bathroom. You have cramping, you feel miserable and things, so I think you want to keep your kiddo home. And certainly, it's very contagious.
0: Very contagious, yeah. yeah. And what about um, if if these symptoms start to spike up while they're at school or while they're at daycare? Um, what's kind of that timeline of okay? I know I need to you know go get my child from mm-hmm. school or daycare wherever. Um, one for the fact that they're sick. Two for the fact that they probably feel miserable. Sure, laying there, um, and then keeping them home. How how long? With these symptoms, what should we be watching for? I mean, I think that certainly if your child vomits or has diarrhea at
1: daycare, as a parent, you're getting that call, right? They're <laughs> I <definitely> just got <laughs> it the other day, actually. <laughs> They're definitely <laughs> calling you. They don't yeah. want your kiddo there. And so I think to be respectful and try to get your kiddo picked up within an hour is yeah. reasonable of the request in that regard. Oh, good. And we, then we met that timeline. Very yeah. good. My mother-in-law <laughs> was able to save us on that. Uh, and then, I mean, I think certainly if you get them at home and they continue to vomit or have diarrhea, they Shouldn't go back until those symptoms have resolved. Sure. In that regard, certainly with those stomach flus, viral gastroenteritis, we'll shed that virus in our stool diarrhea really until that diarrhea resolves. Mm-hmm. And as we know, two year olds, three year olds aren't the best at washing their hands. So I think if diarrhea is ongoing, uh, it's good to keep them home in that yeah. regard for good hand washing, infection control, prevent the spread of that illness in that regard. But as far as when they need to be seen, I think if that vomiting is going on, longer than three days, Mm -hmm. if diarrhea is ongoing longer than two weeks, or if they have biofluorescent green in their uh, emesis, their vomit, Mm -hmm. or they have blood in their emesis vomit, or if they have blood in their stools, they need to be seen.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because another thing that we need to watch for carefully when it comes to diarrhea and vomiting, Mm -hmm. I know fun things to talk about. Uh, But dehydration. Absolutely. And if you're worried your kiddo's getting dehydrated, they need to be seen, sure. And certainly, like a little
1: kiddo in diapers, if they're making at least one wet diaper every eight hours, just one little pee, then they're not dehydrated where they need IV fluids in that regard. So as a general rule of thumb, if your kiddo's urinating at least every eight hours, you're in good shape as a mom.
0: Okay, good. Yeah. mm -hmm. Thank you for answering that because I know that would be a big question. Well, how do I know? Yep, that's you know, it and things. So. Is, is it five wet diapers? Is it whatever? Sure, but
1: yep. Generally, if you have one little pee every eight hours, you're doing okay, you're doing okay. in yeah. that regard. So that's important to know. And I think a lot of moms will worry, you know, they had a a wet diaper, a urine void prior to sleep, they slept 12 hours, they woke up, their diaper's barely wet. But the point is, is their diaper is wet. So it's a sign that they really are okay. And as long as they pick up and at least every eight hours through that next day, you're doing okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's good to
0: know. Yeah. More kind of common type things, sore throats, coughs, uh, that kind of common cold that Mm -hmm. I think if you haven't gotten it already, you will Sure. Because it's just out there. Absolutely. Um, What are some of the things we should be looking for when it comes to Those types of symptoms of whether we're keeping our kids home or or we're sending them to school?
1: Sure, I think absolutely. I think, I mean, generally, you know, most head colds, a little cough and congestion. You might have a little bit of a low grade fever in the evening 99, 100, rarely up to 101. And I think if you have a temperature of 101, you need to be staying home. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if it's just a little cough and congestion, if the cough isn't horribly disruptive, it's not disrupting your child from learning at school, it's not disrupting other kids from learning at school, and your kids is good at coughing in their elbow, Uh then I think you're okay to send them to school assuming they don't have a fever, assuming there's good hand washing, everyone has their hand sanitizer going and things. I think you're okay because, honestly, they'd never go to school if we kept them home. I was just going to say, I
0: I agree with that wholeheartedly because I'm pretty sure every kid in every class that I walk by has some sort of a runny nose or a cough or I see them sneeze. Absolutely. Uh, it's just reality.
1: Absolutely. And that's why we love teachers then to wipe off desks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every couple of hours or when periods switch in high school or things like that, mm-hmm. just to try to limit the exposure of those germs oh, to yeah. newer kids coming in, well kids coming in and sitting down after the sick kid. Fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about rashes? Uh, that can be something that we might see starting to develop uh, on our babies, on our kids. Mm-hmm. They might not be acting like it's affecting them at all. Sure. um, But in reality, it might be. Where's the line on that and and the contagion when it comes to rashes? I'm sure they're all different.
1: Sure. I mean, I think rashes are – it's a big bag, right? Right, There's a
0: lot underneath
1: the topic of rashes. But generally speaking, I mean, if a rash is covered – it's generally not contagious, assuming that they're not scratching it underneath the covering and then touching things. Then if the rash is easily covered, it's generally not contagious. I think that if the rash is a little red, dry, itchy spot, that's just a little dry skin eczema at this Uh time of year. That in and of itself isn't contagious. I think a rash that looks uh, gooey yeah. or, like, uh, you wouldn't want to touch hush, it as a parent. Hushule. Yeah, exactly. It has, like, yellow discharge yeah. or crustiness to it. As a mom, if you're kind of like,
0: ooh, then uh-huh. that's
1: probably a contagious rash, and you probably wouldn't want to send them to daycare and instead take them into the doctor and figure out what's going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so then with the rashes, that was my next question, is kind of when, when do we go to the doctor? When do we say, okay, this is... Maybe not going to heal itself, or maybe there's more to it than what I just think there is as a mom. So, you know, where's that line other than the nasty, gross stuff? Sure.
1: I mean, I think a lot of moms will try a little Aquaphor or a little Uh over-the-counter cortisone 10 ointment, hydrocortisone 1% to kind of put on a rash and see if that helps. If it's not better in a few days, then it's probably reasonable to have them see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so um, resources for parents. Um, you know, I know for some it can be hard for them to get to the doctor right away if they think they need to. me personally, I have chosen in my life not to Google anything when it comes to a disease or an illness or something that I should or shouldn't do with my child because I think uh, that's okay <laughs> because why would I do that to myself to look at all of those um, I think it worries horrible moms images. yeah, exactly. but you know sometimes, you are on that fence of do I need to go to the doctor, do I not? I know it's always safe to err on the side of caution, uh, but are there resources for parents where they could go uh, maybe online, not Google, and understand more about maybe some of the symptoms that their child is kind of going through? Absolutely. I mean, you can definitely do like telehealth
1: connect care now. Intermountain has connect care, which is great. You can call up. Someone can look at that kind of over the phone or the computer or the television screen to especially a rash to let you know if that's worrisome or not, give you some advice. I think it's actually a perfect type of concern for like Connect Care in that regard because they can see that directly. It's hard to mitigate that over the telephone. So I think it's a nice option for working parents that may not want to go to Instacare in the evening and just want a quick look at a rash. I think there's a lot of resources that way.
0: Oh, that's great. And then you're also not spreading Sure. Anything that you might sure have, absolutely. Right?
1: Yeah, I think if a rash comes with a fever, we would certainly worry that it might be something more sinister, something sure. more contagious, and that would definitely be a sign that your kiddo should be seen. Also,
0: okay, great. So it is. I mean, there is some discretion, sure, that needs to be used from a parent standpoint, of course, of sure. that line, and, and when do I cross it to go see the doctor. Sure. Um, but we're always happy to see you. Oh, I yeah, think exactly. are on the side of caution. That's what I would say.
1: As a mom, I think you have a lot of responsibility and things, and I think it's okay not to know the answer, but I think it's good to always know where you can find that answer. Yes. And I think if you ever have a worry, you should bring your child in and have them seen. I think as a mom, it's never a dumb question if you're concerned.
0: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. That's that is so true. Um, So it all kind of also goes back to proper hygiene. Sure. Reminding your children, reminding yourself. Sure. All of the things, like I said at the beginning, we're kind of in the thick of fun virus season. Absolutely. And we have to make sure to take the precautions. Sure. and, And remind ourselves and our kids to Wash our hands all the time. Absolutely. And things. I know uh, my daughters, we hook hand
1: sanitizer under their backpack and things, and I try to monitor that. If it doesn't get used for a month, we talk about that. <laughs> things <laughs> of I know know do, doctor. <laughs> <laughs> As the one who's buying it, replacing it. You can even get it at the dollar store. Yeah. Honestly, it's great in that regard, just to hook to their backpack, to try to remind them to use it, remind their friends to use it yeah. and things, and then always have replacements available so you know if they're not going through it, to remind
0: them to do so. Uh huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Have them bathe in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it, there's there's a lot that can go around, and you know, especially when your kids are, um, you know, depending on their age, whether they're daycare, preschool, mm-hmm. school. I mean, you can't protect them from everything. No. But we can try to at least to prevent some of it. Right. I agree with that. Absolutely. And things I mean, good nutrition helps. Right. We
1: like their immune systems to be as healthy as they can be. Yeah. Good sleep helps. Good habits in general. Hand washing, using hand sanitizer are just part of that, honestly.
0: Yeah. All right. Any other resources you want parents to know about when it comes to maybe helping them make that um, that decision if they're on the fence of. Should I keep my kids home? Should I take them to the doctor? What should I do?
1: Absolutely. I think all pediatric offices have a nurse triage line where they can certainly call in and talk with the nurse uh, to get good advice as to whether or not their child needs to be seen, help them sort through those questions to really know and have good
0: answers that way. Yeah, good. I think another, another good reminder, too, as a parent is, if you felt the way your child did, mm-hmm. you probably wouldn't want to go to work. Absolutely. So they probably don't want to go or shouldn't go to school.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think it's important to remember how they feel. I think as parents, we get busy with our lives oh, of course. and think about what we need to do. Well, and we push through a lot more probably absolutely. than we even should. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think if you think that they're at school to learn and if you felt the way they did, you wouldn't be learning very well.
0: Yeah. It's a good reason to keep them home. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate your time, doctor. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. And that concludes our Baby Your Baby podcast, talking about when you should keep your children home from daycare or school and when they should see a doctor. Thanks for joining me, Jade Elliott, and our guest for this week's Baby Your Baby podcast. If you have a topic that you'd like our Baby Your Baby experts to discuss, leave us a comment and don't forget to subscribe. Baby Your Baby is a KUTV2 news podcast and is sponsored by Intermountain Healthcare, Broadway Media, and the Utah Department of Health.